0: Hello and welcome to our Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kaye and Yasmin Suman!
1: Hi!
0: Powered Ready? by Not NotFest. Powered by NotFest! Ah! <laughs> no, get-
1: I'm still not over that. I'm still not over that. The moment, I remember when we found out about all of this. And I- oh my gosh. I still feel the same way I felt now. We were feel- so
0: excited.
1: I feel like I'm having a heart attack. <laughs>
0: That's probably all the energy drinks, um, but today's the episode
1: energy <laughs> yeah. drinks until they pay us money.
0: Um, today's episode is all about when gigs go terribly wrong because I think what happens is people see rock stars doing their thing and it's like, wow, this is what happens for every band, but it doesn't always go that well, does it, Yasmin?
1: No, it um, often times goes terribly, very so- terribly. <laughs>
0: We're going to talk about stories from the point of view of fans, but mainly the point of view of bands and what happened. Um, Yasmin, what would you say is your worst gig experience, without naming the band, of course?
1: Uh, <laughs> um, they they don't exist anymore, but I still won't name them. Maybe I could, I could name them because they literally don't exist anymore. Um, I went to see a band and I was there... It was very early in my career i was there as a journalist and um which band <laughs>
0: no yasmin i'm gonna cut that out
1: can you beep it out really dramatic
0: <laughs> yeah okay what happened
1: i went to review them and they just weren't great so i was like okay i'm not gonna lie but i was i was i very very you know i crafted the review i was very nice in the review and um, but I did say that the support band was better because the support band was better. Wait, why and, um, weren't they very good? Cause
0: because his voice is amazing.
1: No, it's when he left. And then they they went on tour after he left. Oh. Straight after he left. And I just said in the review, I think they should have waited a bit longer and practiced more. Which is a valid thing to say. And... Um, they didn't like that
0: (laughs) so wait so you've got bands who are your arch nemeses because you wrote a bad review
1: it wasn't even a bad review I just said maybe they should have taken some more time off self-care I know
0: no Yasmin that's the worst thing (laughs) that's the worst thing like you can say to someone
1: (laughs) there's that and it's like the support band was way better way better
0: who was wait, the support wait. band? Do you remember?
1: Uh, it was Dead before they broke up as well, um, and they were really, really fucking good. And everyone came for Dead and then left.
0: Okay, interesting. I'm trying that, to think of my
1: that, and I have another one actually. Sorry, <laughs> I have a lot of these. Um, okay, I, I don't, I don't know if we can talk about this, but do you remember Pollen, that like shady events company that was just Fire Festival 2.0? And a lot of my no. friends worked for them and then didn't get paid really? by but, but so. They had an event that I went to, and no fault of the band. I won't even mention the band because the band weren't even involved in it. It was entirely Pollen's fault. But they it was mismanaged from start to finish. But the worst part was the security they hired was so untrained, they punched my friend in the face. Oh my gosh. They, they just punched her in the face because she wouldn't move out the way because she was at barrier and they were trying to get to someone. And she was like, oh, let me move to the side. And they were like, no. So that was a time do you know what that's so difficult
0: because like obviously it reflects a lot of the time on a band but it's not the band's fault if the security are being dicks and how many times have you seen a band post that security were being dicks do
1: you remember then we saw no this this was years ago when um neck deep played rock city and danny jumped in the crowd to beat the shit out of security that was so dope i have a lot of respect for danny from that
0: well violence isn't always the answer
1: unless you're me anyway what is your terrible gig experience
0: (laughs) try to think well I think my worst one was just going to see a band that I'd hyped up on the radio they were massively hyped up in America everyone talking about how they were going to be the new Lincoln Park blah 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 Uh, Yasmin I'm not even kidding I went to see them they were the worst band I have ever seen live and I was like you shouldn't be here you should not be doing this
1: I feel like you're setting yourself up for failure if you say, we're the next Linkin Park. No one will be no, the next not. Linkin Park.
0: No one will be the next Linkin Park. No one will be the next My Chemical Romance or Green Day or um, Slipknot. So
1: just... But, like, that's okay. That You that's, don't need to be the next Linkin Park. You can just be your own person. Even
0: Fallout Boy and bands like that, are like, we are not trying to remake our past albums. We're trying to make today 2023 albums because those are a moment in history. You can't... If if the band themselves aren't trying to recreate themselves, don't try and copy them. You don't need to.
1: You don't need to, and we don't want you to.
0: <laughs> a- apart from... Uh, no, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say something shady about Machine Gun Kelly, but you know what? I'm going to leave him alone. So I went into Reddit, and the username is now deleted, but they said, Share your worst gig stories slash disasters. So I picked out a few that I thought we could talk about. Okay, okay. Um, someone called Cheat Bastard said... Our set went fine, but after the show, our guitarist got hit by a car. He was hospitalised for about six months. Somebody else commented, well, that escalated quickly.
1: (laughs) Fucking Oh, yeah, we played a show and then my guitarist died. I'm... How did...
0: Savage. Savage. Yeah, this is how it goes in this Reddit thread. (laughs) Reddit's a weird world that I don't often tread into because it makes me kind of nervous. It's It's like the worst the internet has to offer.
1: I'm... Please, I I have no words. Share more, share more right now. Okay.
0: So, this one said, just recently a friend of mine in a band was booked to play a show in New Brunswick with a pretty big headliner touring around Eastern Canada. The promoter advertised the show, sold tickets, arranged set-up times, and appeared to be on top of things. The night of the show, everyone shows up to the venue only to find out that the venue had never been booked and the promoter was nowhere to be found. <gasps> Luckily, someone local knew the owners of the venue and explained the situation. They showed up and opened the venue for everyone who had shown up. And needless to say, there was a pretty intense manhunt on for the promoter. Oh my gosh. And do you know what? I think I've heard stories like this before. This must be quite a common thing.
1: This must be quite a common thing, but do you remember there was a there was a guy in like 2019, 2020? Who scammed a bunch of who did kind of the same thing. He scammed a bunch of venues and made out that he was like this famous American rock star. Came to the UK, played like Camden Underworld and a bunch of other places, booked them, said there was gonna be a hundred tickets sold. Three people showed up. Yes, what was his name? I don't remember! It was something really stupid, like Axel Steele or David Rockstar, like something like that. Like something you go, mm, I need a name for an American rock star who looks like I've the remembered. 80s. What is it? What is it?
0: Threatening. <laughs> ah! That ah! that story defined twenty nineteen. Ah! Ah! And and the thing is, for ah! people who don't know, like people who don't know, the underworld in the UK is quite like a. A big, a fairly big venue. It's like what five? Is it five hundred people? Two, two to five hundred people. I but it's think like
1: so. it's got a lot of
0: history to it.
1: It's um, it's like it's it's a staple in London's underground music scene. Um, but even so, like he scammed a bunch of venues. Like it wasn't just a one. He was like UK tour and told all these venues and promoters that he had hundreds of of followers and stuff, and he didn't. He didn't do you know what that is is like now sophie
0: i want to know because what level of self like i i don't have self-confidence i don't have self-confidence about things i know i'm good at (laughs) like things i know that i'm good at and i can achieve right i don't have self-confidence in it and yet this 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 guy
1: We need to find him. That needs to be an episode of the podcast. I want to find this man and get inside of his brain. (laughs) I get the
0: feeling like he must have... I get the feeling his parents told him he was really good at stuff when he was a kid. Do you know what I mean? He's like one of those people that goes on American Idol or whatever it might be and cannot sing but believes in themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah poor guy i mean not poor guy he scammed a bunch of people but poor guy he's the lack he, of self awareness
0: he's giving me rich kid vibes
1: but then i just i just there was so many layers to it do you know what i think we'll, we'll shelf this for now but we if you want us to, to do an episode on mr threatening and where where he's at now <laughs> let me know i've got the time i've i'm so sad i will spend hours looking into the that's scene. your
0: next i googled um <gasps> okay so this one is from sneezy p who said finally started playing got through first song but my singer was so drunk he forgot how to play bass and sing so i ended up taking over second song he just walks off saying i can't do it because he was so drunk i wasn't that drunk and ended up jamming with some randoms for the last hour so it wasn't too bad
1: okay i mean that is
0: pretty that is pretty how many times have i've seen like big bands that happen to
1: yeah. <laughs> I've seen some pretty big bands get way too fucked up before going on stage. Pro tip, take two drinks before you go on stage and then drink your body's worth afterwards. Um Or, or do punk? Yeah. Yeah. Or do like
0: three chord punk and just like and or just noise noise punk.
1: Don't drink.
0: Or don't drink. That's the one. That's the one. Um Tell but me this, some more. Tell me this some same more. person had a story where it was like um I was in a shitty little band in high school. I was the singer. Before the show, some goth-looking girl approaches me with a four-foot-long python, asks if I want to hold it. I say, sure. See, this is where your first mistake was. Because pythons you never hold. A boa constrictor, fine. But not a python, if you don't know it. Um, she says it would be cool if I brought it on stage. I'm thinking, this is going to get me laid, so I agree. It took about 30 seconds to realise that loud music and snakes are not a good mix. I mean, come on!
1: Loud music and animals is never a good start, but also dangerous python, just in general, probably not a good idea. The thing that was
0: doing it all could... The thing was doing all it could to get away from me. I'm doing my best to sing and wrangle the bastard. Song ends. No sign of goth girl. I ask her to come to the stage. Nope, no sign. Play another song. Snake hates me even more. Bites me on my arm. Not hard. Didn't hurt, but people see it happen. After song ends, no sign of the girl. Ask if someone will take the snake. Nope, nobody wants to hold off the the angry python. Locked it in a guitar case. After about 15 minutes, goth girl appears with smeared lipstick. Um, finds out snake is in case gets angry storms off with python I didn't get laid I got bitten by a snake worst gig ever
1: (laughs) (laughs) I that was that feels like a fairy tale like a it does a a bit doesn't it old wives tale like I I don't believe that one I don't believe it we're not buying it
0: Reddit. I'm gonna say sus okay sus 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 although do you know what Um, if you did get bitten by the snake serves you right because you shouldn't have been doing that
1: Send us photos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so here's one from some guy UK. Some local promoter do you think told us... A, a, th- a guy in the UK? Do you think maybe? Uh, some local promoter told us he had this huge battle of the bands lined up. We were 17 at the time. He really hypes it up to us. So we agreed to do it. We turn up and it turns out to be a talent contest in some kind of community centre slash church <clears> or... <throat> Basically, it's a load of young kids with their parents. There's not even a stage. We are a metal band and we go up to play two or three songs. The manager walks up and just casually turns our amps down while we're playing. The next act on After Us was three seven-year-old girls doing a dance they'd made up to some pop song. Fucking cringeworthy, but so funny now I look back on it.
1: Here's the I thing it. though, did you win? Because if you lost to a bunch of seven-year-olds, that would make it even funnier. <laughs> Do
0: you know what though? There's no way you're going to win. I love it when metal bands show up in places where they're blatantly not welcome. It's the best. But I think bands have to go through this. One of my favourite stories was, I think it was, well, Doro Pesh told me pretty much the same story um, and Don Broco. So Doro put on an event for press and nobody turned up. And then I was talking to Don Broco and they were saying about how they put on an event and they bought food and everything and had like a full food spread. Okay. But then no one showed up. So they just got a homeless guy from the street outside so that he could eat their food.
1: Oh, that's quite sweet, actually.
0: It's kind of cute, isn't it? I know. I love
1: cute. when bands are wholesome.
0: Yeah. Um, have you Have you heard of any band stories like that?
1: Of bands being wholesome?
0: Of bands no, of bands having the worst
1: gigs. Oh, oh. <clears throat> um I'm trying to think. Uh oh oh um Don Bronco, for just some unknown reason, on multiple occasions on their tour this was a recent tour, I think it was their twenty twenty two tour, um someone just kept shitting and blocking all the toilets oh, and getting yeah. their dates cancelled. Um so like I remember they were meant to play somewhere in Birmingham and the toilets were clogged they were meant to play somewhere else the toilets were clogged there's just a serial shitter coming to Don Broco shows just to get them cancelled
0: Wow
1: like people were stood in toilet dookie toilet water gross, and mush into, no one's ever gross. Like this. Um so that's one I can think of do you have any
0: well I just told you the Don Broco and Doropesh ones. they're mine
1: Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. Honestly, I haven't seen bands take that many L's, which is (laughs) kind of nice. (laughs) Um, Well, um, I'll give you There's this last
0: one here. Um, So this is somebody wrote and this is deleted name playing at a club last November and some 60 year old guy with an attitude stands in front of the stage facing us with his hands over his ears because we were playing too loud or drowning out his Saturday night NASCAR at the bar rest of the people were cool dancing but this jerk decides to make his displeasure known instead of just walking to a quiet corner of the bar or leaving that must be something that bands go through all the time when they first start
1: yeah i if i was in a band it must be tough when like there's not that many people in the crowd and then one of the people in the crowd is like you fucking suck like why are you here
0: i think every band you speak to always says they're playing for the quiet person at the back of the room yeah true and that makes sense. Like that's that's the powerful that's the powerful way that you put on a good show, right? Doesn't matter how big you are, you're always playing to a small crowd in your head.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I'm I'm thinking now of like bad experiences I've seen for bands and like I can't I can only think of like terrible gig experiences I've had, which is like I I don't think they're bad, but I saw Black Tongue when I was like 15. I didn't even really know who they were, and um someone like, I fell to the floor in the pit and someone's boot went into my arm and because they had spikes on their boot, it cut open my arm. Another time at Beartooth um, during body bag, someone picked me up and slammed me into the floor. But I was kind of, like, rushed on adrenaline, so I thought it was sick. Um, there was a time A Day to Remember in, like, 2017, maybe even 2016. Um, someone threw me so hard while crowd surfing. I, I, like, it was like a bowling pin. Like, I was the bowling ball and I went into this poor group of, of like... 30 something women who tried to start a catfight with me and i was like that clearly wasn't my fault also why you stood at barrier if you don't want to get hit by crowd service um honestly mostly it's just me i'm the problem apparently
0: wow okay yeah you see i'm maybe i'm the person who looks like i'm not having the best time at a gig but i'm actually really enjoying it (laughs) i think i'm more of that kind of person um well i hope if you're in a band and because we do have a lot of listeners who are in bands and who are struggling at the start of their careers, I hope this helps.
1: Oh my god, yeah, because like... I'll, I'll say this, though, as like a, a words of wisdom, but also a wholesome note to end on. Um, the best kind of gigs I've been to are upcoming bands, because they just don't... they. It's the sweatiest, dingiest dive bar you've ever seen. Everyone's jumping from around the room, there's people hanging from the ceiling, it's fucking great. Like, I saw... Holding Abs... No, no... I think it was Holding Absence in this really tiny dive bar like when they were first starting out, and it was fucking sick. And like, they're great now. They have great shows now. I love them very much. But I'll never forget those kind of experiences where you see a band in a crappy-ass venue, there's like five people around, and everyone's losing their minds.
0: My words of wisdom this week, Yasmin, are for all of the Reddit commenters who are like, yeah, my guitar unplugged, and this, and this, and then my, my things, and whatever. I don't know, instruments, things. And... My words of wisdom are, I know it seems like a nightmare because you're a musician and you want to get everything perfect, but we don't care. We do not care. (laughs) I do not care if something goes wrong with your kit, if the drum click was playing out. I don't care because the likelihood is I didn't really hear it. I was just there to, to experience the band anyway. And half of the things that you care about, we don't care as fans.
1: That and most of the time people are usually drunk, especially at festivals. They do yeah. not notice, sweetie. I promise Bands you.
0: are they so grumpy. Like, I know as someone who interviews a lot, I know not to make even eye contact with bands when they come off stage. And I stand against the wall just hoping I disappear into it. And if they look at you and smile, you can look and smile back. But just know that when they come off stage, do not talk to them unless no. you know them really well.
1: No. They would, like they, yeah no. best
0: mates yeah. level anyway okay cool well there we go that's it for this week's episode um give us a follow send us some send us some emails on uh, we wear blackpod at gmail.com send us more messages on t- on Twitter because we haven't had enough
1: at we wear blackpod uh, on Twitter and Instagram I'm at Jasmine x on everything
0: and I am Sophie K. We'll We'll catch you next week. Okay. Bye! Bye! You were listening to On Wednesday's We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.